Hello and welcome to the She Can Achieve podcast. This week I have another amazing conversation with a friend Jasmine Elizabeth right here in my hometown, Indianapolis. We talked so much around letting go, around what happens when we're forced to let go and we're forced to kind of be faced with what is. She mentioned some uh, thoughts that she has had during her journey that have served her well. And I'm going to leave that for her to share. She gave us so much insight on tactical things that we can do on this journey, especially if we do find ourselves alone or at the trenches of things or things are just hitting us and we're not expecting it. There was just so much juice here. And I'm just so forever grateful for taking the time to not only share her story and talk to us, but be vulnerable while doing so. You could always, you know, it's it's so many different ways that we can handle conversations. And there are those of us that, and I've done this in depending upon the circles and where I'm at, where we can share our story and we can be open and, you know, we can talk and 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 really have some great dialogue. But then there are other times where you feel like me as the interviewer, I guess, where I can pick up on and feel the emotions tied to what's being said. And it's very subtle, but I can pick up on it when, um, or at least I have, when someone's being vulnerable and sharing things that aren't extremely comfortable, but they know that it serves as value. And that was what I had in mind when I started these conversations. And each woman that I've had on, I've gotten to feel that in many different ways. And so I'm just forever grateful. Um, I know 100% that you will be blessed to listen to this episode from the lens of someone who has dreams, who's going after her dreams, who has also fallen flat on her behind with those dreams and how she was able to pull herself out of that. Um, And when you're listening, as I've always said, think of it from your personal perspective or your personal journey, like put yourself into the shoes of what she's saying. You may not be an actress. You may not care anything about that, but then there are other things that you can take this information and help you with, you know, other areas of your life that what she's talking about can really serve you. So I'm going to let you tap in and let me know what you think. And we will talk soon. (laughs) Okay. How are you doing tonight? I'm well in yourself. Girl, I'm here. I am doing well. I just for everyone, I sound and look probably worse than I feel. I feel okay. Okay. But I have a cold, so um, but I'm all right. And I did not want to cancel this. You've been so patient with me and I really, really appreciate it for real. Yeah, I heard you talk and I was like, she needs one of my wellness jars. I'm not gonna make you one of my wellness jars. Um, so let's get into it. Tell yeah, us about yeah, your wellness jar. <laughs> Okay. Okay, wait, wait, let's um, back up, let's back up, let's back up. Yeah. All right, listen, I'm already getting ahead of myself. I want to, okay, let me make a note of wellness jar. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about that, because I think I do. All right. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Moms Who Achieve podcast. This is one of our Healing Hour conversations. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've not been on here before, this is like our third time doing it live, but I have several of those on my podcast. And on these conversations, it of course, we're going to talk about the amazingness of Jasmine and what she's doing and her impact and all that. 
But while you're listening, really, really tap in into what's for you here. There is a message for you. There always is one because I'm always attracted to and bring in amazing people who are showing like moms specifically in these conversations who are an example of what's possible. And they don't just go from where they are to what we see and what we're talking about. There is struggle there. And so a lot of what these conversations are about is those conversations that society does not like to have about motherhood, um, about our journey as women, especially if I have a black woman on here, that journey as well. So it's just real raw conversation. Nothing is scripted. We're having a discussion. And I wanted to start doing them live so that you all can tap in. So if you're watching, say hello. Let us know you hear us. If something resonates with you, let Jasmine know. If you have a question, I'll be paying attention to the comments and I'll ask her as we go. A super late back, just a conversation. So with that, um, I think that's all I need to say. Jasmine, you could just kind of hop on, let us know who you are, tell us about motherhood for you, what does that look like? And then we're gonna get started about this wellness jar that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Well, hello everybody. My name is Jasmine. I am from Indy, uh, born and raised here in Indy, East Side. Yeah. East Side. Uh, Did you say East Side? East Side. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. yes, I am a mom. I have a nine-year-old son. His name is Chase. He is my only one. Uh, wow. Uh, about me. Um, I'm a mom in action. I, I'm a business owner. Uh, I am an actress full-time. Uh, I work full-time. Um, but I'm me full-time. So that, that's, that's the plus. I am me full-time. So yeah. Um, but yeah. A little bit about me. I'm 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 laid back. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty um, to myself, but I am a loving people person. I love people. Um, I've always been a people person. Um, but yeah, uh, I love life. I'm a I, I love life. I love living. If that makes sense. Um, and and defining what that looks like for myself and learning to define what that looks like for myself. So. Yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me your son's name because it kind of broke up. Chase. Chase, okay, because we'll be referring to Chase. Um, and I'm going to testament to what she's talking about because it's absolutely true. When we met at the inner beating event that Cece had, which shout out to Cece because okay, right. Right, she, I had connected just from that one event. I had connected with so many amazing women. Jay was on here. I connected with her there. So Cece, if you're listening, like we're wanting another event ASAP. Right. <laughs> miss you where you at yes <laughs> i'll tag her in this um but i met you there and was that before covid actually was it before i think it, i, I, I feel was, like nobody was worried about masks then really yeah maybe maybe it was 2021 maybe it was you're right you're right yeah yeah it probably was it wasn't like four or five years ago. Okay, so we met after that. We mm -hmm. met at an inner, it's called inner beating or energy. CC hosted the event. We did beatings together. We like made our own beats and stuff. And there was lots of vendors. And Jasmine spoke there. You shared a little bit of your story. You did a little performance. And I remember, I feel like when I met you, that's when I really got serious about like women and friendships and really started to hone in on like how important that was for me. Um, I didn't really grow up seeing a lot of that. And so... 
I was just like tapping into like what was like, whoa, it's a whole new world, right? Like there's women out there that I may have not met at school that I may not work with that I can like really just organically and energetically like exchange with and get to know. And so I was immediately attracted to you there and you share some of your story. And I love y'all when she says she's a people person, she's down to earth, she's chill, like literally she is not lying, which is weird to me because those kinds of folks aren't usually out here acting and doing all the things. So <laughs> at least I didn't think that, you know? So I would have to say that. Tell us about, we'll just get started with your wellness charts and go from there. And we'll talk about, you know, all the things you have going on and kind of mix motherhood in that. Sure, sure. So yeah, a little about the wellness uh, piece of me. Um, I am a yoga instructor. I, um, I'm a mobile yogi. I like to go by mobile yogi. Um, Anatomy Yoga Health and Wellness LLC. That's me. Mm -hmm. um, been in business. This is one on my third year. Um, but yeah, I, I, I practice yoga personally um, way back when. I just worked in a stressful job. needed something to, you know, I needed a way out. I needed mm -hmm. something to help me zen out. <laughs> before I spazzed out, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, one or the other, it gotta be one or the other, um, but yeah, so, and I ended up YouTubing, you know, just a couple of sessions and got into it, and I'm like, you know what, maybe I, I really want to try to incorporate this, fast forward, um, I, it became a part of, an essential part of my day, like, mm -hmm. maybe I didn't have time to do a 30-minute hour segment, you know, of, of just yoga, but just five to 10 minutes of stretching, five to 10 minutes of breathing, I started to notice how it impacted my day little by little. Mm. That, this was just like, you know, how I interacted with people or people because I was in management. So it was just, or how, you know, I would respond to certain meetings or just how Jasmine would respond prior to yoga. Um, not saying like that was the, you know, the, the savior of my, you know, men mental space, but it did help um, carry me through and it actually benefited me in so many ways, mentally and physically. Um, I was, my, my weight, I was uh, overweight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was, in my eyes, um, I was not eating healthy. So it really gave me a, a 180 of my life, how I ate, how I, my relationship with foods. Um, and then it, you know, introduced like new things to, you know, to me, you know, um, learning about herbs and then I met Jay and then I met, you know, so it's like these different people came into my life and now I started to learn like different things about how to improve my health. But, you know, um, fast forward, I went to school for yoga, got certified and then I was like, you know what, I really enjoy um, teaching this because I know what it did for me personally, not saying that, you know, this is for everyone i believe it's for everyone but yeah. um but i'm like this can benefit people and since i am a people person i'm like this is something that i enjoy doing i didn't care about a dollar i didn't care about i just wanted to get this out especially yeah. for us black and brown people like we need we need something like this we need something to where we can quiet the world around us so I got certified, I started teaching, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna make a little business out of it. So I started, you know, um, telling people that's what I did, um, and set little sessions here and there. I um, then ended up going into corporate wellness. So that's where I am now. So uh, corporate wellness, that's um, businesses, um, even schools. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm, at, I'm in schools now, so. Wasn't today yeah, it's your first day somewhere? Yeah. Allegiant Prep. That's my son's old school. So, <laughs> congratulations. Um, thank you. 
you. Thank you. Um, so I'm their New York yoga instructor. So it's just really, I, I just find someone enjoying it. Um, yeah. Especially working with kids. Like, because it's so fun to see them explore. And it's so funny to them, you know, when you do certain poses. So, but it, they really get into it. So, um, yeah. That's, that's your, uh, oh, the wellness jar. Let me get there. So then I start, I've, I've always kind of, does stuff for myself at home like as far as health wise like if i have a minor cold i i know certain things to go to you know if i have a stomach i know ginger i know you know so certain herbs um so i begin to you know um i guess create something you know um that will help fight a common cold and this lady bought one um for me for about seven months straight. She bought one a week. She bought one, a big one for her and her son, she had a young son. And, um, but she was like, he's always sickly. You know, he, you know, a little germ, you know, our kids are sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, germ magnets. So, but um, she bought one faithfully for a week. Her and her son would take it. And she came to me about probably four or five months after she was like, I really want to commend you for this drink because my son hasn't really been sick. I haven't really been sickly. so." whatever you're doing with that she because she's like i haven't done anything different so i'm like whatever she's like whatever you're doing with it it's really really working so um and it's it's really an immunity booster it's kind of puts you in the mindset like a tea or something but um i sell like 16 ounces 32 ounces but um they have you know lots of vitamins tons of vitamin c elderberry um there's raw um herbs in it you know of course you can filter if you don't so, um, but they, they have proven to help. Oh. And so, um, yeah, I haven't really put them out there, out there yet. So, but. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to call you out. But I was like, hold on. I ain't heard about the wellness jar now. <laughs> you know, you know, I've just been kind of trialing it for myself, you know, for myself and then people I know, you know, yeah. um, but it, it has benefited some people. So it's definitely going to be um, on the marketing sale. Here. Hell yeah. Uh, you got somebody yeah. buying it every week for seven months. <laughs> where is at <laughs> absolutely so i'm hearing you say like take me back to when you said you was like i needed something to zen out before i spaz out and you yeah. talked about like you started youtubing you know yoga like where was your mental space there like where was where were you at in your motherhood where were you at with work like oftentimes i noticed especially like for me i i really like it's a part of what I do to like study successful people and study people that, you know, on the outside, we're like, man, they got their shit together. They didn't met yeah. their goals. They did some, this and that, but we don't, it's not available to us unless someone's open about it. Like, okay, there was a part where they like, maybe was like all fucked up and like yeah. not where we see them. So when you were like, let me just look hop on YouTube and see some yoga. Like what, how, what was the in between with that? How did you get there? Man, um, how did I get there? So I had worked my job for, I was there for about eight years, eight, nine, almost nine years. So it was like, um, and, I, and I experienced a lot of departments. So I started off in phlebotomy, then I ended up getting trained in components where we make, you know, make the blood products. Then I eventually moved to hospital services and became a manager. And so like, it was a good time for me because I seen some progress as far as work-wise, but you know, you don't really see the damage being done until things kind of settle. 
if you will. Yeah. So once I got into my position, that's when a lot of things hit the fan. <laughs> it was fun, you know, going, you know, learning what I learned because I, I love what I do. You know, I, I really did. Um, you know, I, I was in the blood industry. I started when I was 19. Wow. I started uh, at the Red Cross. Um, okay. but So I, I knew a lot about the industry, but I once the dust settled and then I started to get in the groove of my position, um, then I started to identify um, you know, I was kind of by myself. Yeah. I was the youngest black female in my position. And um, it was, I didn't have a lot of support work-wise, mm -hmm. to be honest. And so um, with that being said, a lot of things were placed on my shoulders. Um, when things failed, they, that fell on my shoulders. Um, and so in this, it was a time of, okay, well, Jazz, you wanted this, you worked for this, now what are you gonna do? So it's like, okay. Um, yeah, because I asked for it, right? Exactly. So I'm, I'm working hard. I'm, you know, doing what I need to do. Um, and I got, a, you know, got the position. But um, at the same time, it comes with some baggage, too. So once the dust settled, then I'm like, okay, I noticed my weight change. Um, that was the kicker. <laughs> that was like, okay, wait a minute. I'm not fitting certain <laughs> stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, what's going on? And so... That was pretty much like my first wake up call. Like, okay, I'm sitting at my desk eating on lunch, <laughs> you know, eating through lunch uh -huh. or sometimes not even eating at all. So um, and then I started to notice my daily habit of yoga started to slowly go away. Yeah. So my life as I designed it to be, um, it adjusted without me realizing it that it, that it did. And mm. so I had to, you know, take a, a step back to really see what was going on. Because um, I didn't see it at first. I, I noticed when I put some pants on or I noticed it when I'm like, why do I have a headache? And, you know, when I'm getting off work, well, you ain't ate all day. Right. <laughs> You're not drinking water. You're not hydrated. And then um, I eventually got sick and I had to have um, lung surgery. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I had a tube up my <laughs> tube in my lungs. A lung surgery, yeah, that's listen. I've been in ICUs and all kinds. That's a serious thing. Yeah. And wow. so, um, yeah, I was having chest issues. That's where it started. And then eventually, like, I drove myself to the hospital, and then they were like, "Well, we're gonna keep you." And then I had a really bad lung infection. Wow. So, um, Which tells yeah, my me like you were kind of uh, not paying attention because when it gets to that. Right. It's bad. Right. So, and with, and with that being said, like, when my health, when it got to that point, I was like, okay, you got to do something different. Yeah. You got to do something different. And I, I began to, like, really write, write down what I wanted me to, I, where, where I wanted to be. Mm. <laughs> I began to write. Um, but, yeah, like, I had to I had to take a couple steps back because like I said everything was disrupted. I wasn't doing my yoga, I wasn't hydrating, I wasn't eating correctly. So my relationship was, with food changed. What was beneficial about what caused you to say, let me write my future self? And then what was beneficial about that? So we're gonna fast forward. Um I was in my position a little over a year and um I got let go. <laughs> mm. I got let go. Um, a whole COVID and everything was going on, so um, that uh, I wasn't in agreement with certain things, and the job wasn't in agreement. So, 
split ways. Um, so I ended up getting let go. So right. you talking about you just started um, your business in the same year. I started my business 21 of May, um, and then uh, got let go in August. Dang. So that must have been so that you talked about that I think at the event. So I mm -hmm. did you say at the event like it had just happened? I think it had just happened. Wow! <laughs> now it's it all just to me because like your what you shared was with us there was so powerful. And then to to fast forward where we are now, yeah. to be able to think back to then, and I just met you and like you're sharing the story now, but at that time. Y'all like picture like you come to the event, you are a vendor, so to speak. You yeah. share your story, you do some yoga practices. I remember you talking about your yoga business, and you had just got let go. And on us, we like, oh shit, she got her shit together. Look at she's doing this, she's doing that. We're all like the stuff you're saying and what you're doing. But I can imagine if you had just got let go recently, that what we were seeing wasn't really what you was feeling. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And so it's one of them in in. You know, I've always been that type of person to, I don't, I, I never knew what else to do but just to keep going. Mm. I, you know, and not saying that that's good either because you got to stop and feel. So right. I got beat up a lot of times too because I did that. You you know, you got to keep going. You got, you know, you're a mom. You're, you know, you wear all these hats. So if you stop, who's going, you know, be there for you? We, when you need yeah. so you know for a while i think i was an autopilot i was an mm -hmm. autopilot um just with life like you gotta keep going like you know yeah this job stop you know you're talking about you know a, a set and I, I can be upfront honest you know 70k plus job to oh. nothing it's like okay now this is a wake-up call this is for a wake-up call so now Put down on paper what you what like what do you want this to look like because you have you got to do something now <laughs> you gotta you gotta go from here to paper then act you know action so i i really sat down and was like okay well if i was to go into the business of yoga what does that even look like and you know there's a million teachers out here you know there's a million studios out here what are you going to do to you know set yourself aside set yourself apart from other companies so like i said i started out doing individual wellness and that that you know that started off great um i really wanted to focus on the individual not necessarily classes because i know how i was in a class you know you go to you know a yoga six and you're completely lost mm -hmm. or you know they have their own you know methods or sequences so you yeah. want there you could kind of yeah. walk but for me i was like i benefit more with that one-on-one -on -one. You know, and so now I, I'm going to work with those who benefit the same way. Um, yeah. But then that started to slow down. So you're talking about, you know, start being good. You know, you're getting booked for, you know, this event and, you know, but the customers have to come. Right. <laughs> you right. know, you can talk to people right then and there, but it takes a commitment for this. It's not just a one-time deal and you're done. My goal is to, you know, get you a practice you know, established so you don't need me anymore. So right. it's gonna take some time for that. So but yeah, it was it was a transition time for me, a huge transition because now you're not only talking about finances, you're talking about your mental capacity. Like your safety net for finances is wet from under you. So and you got bills. Right. Bills don't right. care. <laughs> Just still don't care. You <laughs> right. 
But what's coming up for me too here though is like how the order of things happen. Like I personally ha am a testament to like it always works itself out even when it doesn't or it's weird, you know, or you don't know how because oh. you had this big ass job, nice ass job, nice position, messing with stuff, whatever. You then start attached to something to help you through that. And that something was what like helped you get through like when you were fired from that job. Like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, the, the doormat being pulled from underneath you, the rug being pulled from underneath you. So it's just like, what now? Right. <laughs> what now? You, you, didn't, you, you don't have any experience as far as business-wise. So now you got to learn the business back in. Then also execute the job, you know, the, the business itself. So Yes. It, it was a unique time because when I tell you, like you said, um, all things work out. Like all things work out. Like, I, I've gotten like I'm not even I'm not even gonna hold you. I've gotten to the point of even you know rent being due. You can't even pay that. Mm. And it's like okay, but when I tell you, I haven't gone without a meal, a roof over my my me or my son's head. A right. Vehicle, uh, well, I've been without a vehicle, but we'll, you know. But I'm just. You but got where you needed to go. Right. Yes. When you have unwaverable faith, and it's not even faith; it's annoying at this point. You got to get yourself to the point where, and and I always go back to all is well. Mm. That is my go-to phrase when I'm literally faced with just shit and and when i tell you out of your control yeah lost your job what are you gonna do yeah you know rent car note you know and everything's staring at you what are you gonna do yeah and so that is your chance to surrender and that's when i learned how to say okay i don't i don't know i don't know i don't since i don't know all is well. you have it's had no other choice like you you couldn't figure it out you're like yeah so what came up for you then <clears throat> what i got two questions one was how was your mother experience at that time how were you handling being a mom and dealing with the stresses of you know going through that and i'll let you answer that i'll let you answer that well i can first say i definitely have a good been a good system i definitely my between my mom you know my father you know they definitely help you know my son's father is in his life too so you know I, as far as like you know um what they call it um, a village a village yeah. yeah i do have a very i have a small village that i depend on and have depended on depended on but at chase was always with me at first my son now lives with his father yeah. but it's it's like um man having to <laughs> come home every day um so my day would look like work um i wasn't hourly so my day could range from eight hours to 14 hours like would have to come in and you know uh third shift sometimes on my third shift call off so that my job was very demanding yeah. um there were times my son had to even come to work with me um wow. so but mothering during that time was tough my son was a little bit younger so he needed me a little yeah. bit more and so there were times where I was shut down and I couldn't be that mom for him. I couldn't be a listening ear for him or, you know, a playmate, if you will, at that age. So 
um, it was a little difficult. And I noticed like um, my son would, you know, show his behaviors in school. Um, and so when that happened, I'm like, okay, now you gotta take another step back. And it's, and it's all of, I'll say just navigation because you can't really control every area of your life. But when something is highlighted such as that, or like my son is, you know, he's only child, he plays by himself, but I can tell when he's shut down. Yeah. And so I notice that more frequently. Mm-hmm. And my son is like, he's a people person too. Yeah. He's bubbly. So like when I noticed the change in him, that's when I was like, okay, like something has, has to shake. Yeah. Because now yeah. I'm seeing it leading to my child and and now i'm fussing at him for not listening and then it's really you know it's a communication thing like i'm not communicating with him so i can't get upset at him you know when things aren't you know he's acting out yeah. so it was a, it was definitely a trying time um because i never really like to call myself a parent like that's mm-hmm. like it comes with a male <laughs> that sounds really <laughs> professional I, I like to refer myself as a guide. You know, I, I'm, I'm definitely a guide. My, my son is his own, he's his own human being. Like, now he's at the age of, you know, he's aware, you know, he's his own, he's his own self. He's going to make his decisions. He's going, but I'm here to guide him. When you talk about parent, I don't think we know how to take that off later yeah. on. <laughs> and it's like, er, parent, you know, you got to tell me what to do. And, and it's not like that. I, I believe in relationship. Me and my son, how we're talking, we're, we talk just the same. What's going I on? Love that. Like the, how are you feeling? No, no, no. We're not. We're gonna talk it out. You know, if you don't want to talk right now, we'll talk later. So it's just the way that I I raise my son. I, I I try not to be a parent all the time. You know, gotta not befriend your kids. Yeah, friend. Yeah, you know, you, you are your kid's friend, but at the same time you have to be able to guide them as well because yeah. at some point you gotta take it off i love that i love that that term and i love it really too because you no matter how old your kid is you can be that guy you know and the guide also reminds you that just like you go anywhere else and you have a guide that doesn't mean that you gotta go with what they're talking about like it's a reminder to both of you yeah I yeah love that i've actually never heard that i love thank you for sharing that <laughs> like when I started learning about detachment versus isolation, like that's kind of where I kind of grasp grasped that from, because it's like you know, like I said, we don't. I don't think we ever take off that parent, and you have to at some point. Like yeah, you teach her the yeses, the, I mean the goods and the bad, and, but after a while, you know, they eventually start making their own decisions. You know, even by the age of five, whether they do something bad or whether you know do something good they're still learning how to decide for themselves. And so, and I think they give a sense of ownership and um, um, accountability too. Yes. Like I make my son think, well, when you said that to that person, do you think that that was legit? You know, think that was nice? Do you think that, you know, do you think you got your point across? So like, and he knows how to, you know, um, absorb that and regurgitate information. Yeah. Like, really go internally to his you know own thoughts and reasons and having that intrinsic you know motivation to do whatever it is that he's doing when you were talking about how shit just hit the fan and you're like when you said surrender i think is what you said and it sounded like for you surrender was like you had no other choice because like you you said i don't know like 
it's just going to have to work out. I'm not sure how talk about like the characteristics or things that you saw with yourself or looking back that you had to have had to move past the fears, any fears that you may have had with your business and, you know, to continue on and take action even through. Cause I talk, I know a lot of folks who are, I mean, everybody I know is just so creative in one way or another, but oftentimes, especially when we are used to safety, it's hard for us to step out there and take that, you know, that next step. And here you are like, I didn't have shit. I had to like, what's the difference there? Do you think that because of that being like, kind of like a push, you had to do it. Do you think you would have still took those steps and still stepped out there if you were like, if you had your safety net? Man, if I had a safety net, would I have taken those steps? Probably so. But would I have learned anything? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. You know, I believe everybody has their own unique journey. And uniquely mine has been one of them like, you gotta learn. You you gonna you gonna some things you gonna have to go through the mud to find out. But yeah. I've I've also side note disclaimer. Um, because of that, it was hard for me to ask for help. Oh, yeah. So part of that too, you can call it pride. You can call it ego. Um, it was it was a two street like. I was used to doing things my way and doing things my way because that was really all I had. I would reach out, but then you'll find yourself you're still kind of there. Your problems are your problems. Other people have stuff going on too. So, yep. you know, I just, you just get to a point where that push eventually has to come from you. Um, yeah. and, and it did have to come from me. Because it was one of them people are kind of used to you doing it yourself too. So I I have hindered myself in areas of help because I was used to doing it by myself. And because of that, I didn't ask for help. And so I was here, you know, and I, to test for, I I was here recently in my season of help. So I learned how to ask for help. And it it it, it isn't in a sense of, needy but i like i i i need this to move, need to move forward mm-hmm. so but it's but in my season of health you learn how to you know um surrender to that because that was tough for me it is it is it was so tough for me to be like i need help why do you think I, that is used to figuring it out mm-hmm. just just you know um you know, as a kid, I mothered young, um, you know, I, I mothered a cousin, I, you know, so like, I was raised, um, I was grown early for my age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, very mature. So I had to learn a lot of things I had to step into roles early on. Yeah. So that is what um, I'll say probably aided to that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can do it. I can do it. You know, don't, you know, um, or if it's too much, you know, for somebody, you know how you ask somebody for help and it's like, well, how long you need help for, you know, how much help, you know, like, is you going to help or not? You know, right. like, yeah. that, that's what I get to the point, like, help or not? It, it's cool if you ain't, because that, I got to come back to me, right? Come back to the drawing board. But if you're going to help, then help, you know, and I think, and then you have to, you know, some people that like to hover, hover stuff over your head, you know, so I think me being done, 
certain ways um, at some point, different points in my life, I was just like, I'm not comfortable. I'm not, I don't feel safe asking for help yeah. because somebody might hold, you know, hold that over my head or, you know, they'll be looking for, you know, the tip for tat thing and people don't genuinely, you know, so it's like, okay, I'm going to just figure it out. I'm used to doing it. Yes. So why not? not saying it is good, but I've learned to ask for help too. Yeah. So it took me as low as that to the point where I have nothing. I have, I have to surrender. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that yeah, you, like it was like forced. There was nothing. I mean, yeah. it was either that you know, and you. I'm sure thinking about your son too. Yeah. It's always interesting with how, why we when we do things and why we kind of look back, especially if it's unhealthy things or things are like, oh, they really didn't serve me. Right. How it's connected to childhood or some experiences we had early on. Because when we talk about help and asking for help, for me, I didn't see that being done. I didn't see women asking for help yeah. like. Like you said, we're going to do what we got to do. We're going to get it done. I don't trust you to do it right. No way. Right. You know, in all different kinds of fashions. And just, and, and for me personally, I had to, when I'm doing this work for me, realizing mm -hmm. what I made it mean about me when I needed help. Something's wrong yeah. with me. I'm not good enough. You know, I don't have it figured out. And right. the more I step into friendships and, and just building communities yeah. and, <laughs> excuse me, networking, the more I see that nothing is done on a bigger scale without help, without more than exactly. one person, you know? Yep, yep. And me being the youngest, like my, I lived with my grandmother for a little bit, but I was the youngest in the household. So it was like, you know, Jasmine can pretty much do whatever she wanted yeah. to. So yeah. I already had like that mindset, like I ran stuff, <laughs> you know, like I, I got this, you know? Yeah. I don't need no help, you know, you know, I, I got this bike, you know, but yeah. <laughs> I was, I was that kid, you know. But that's interesting because some <laughs> youngest ones are woe is me and they need everybody to do something for them because yeah. they are the baby and everything's done for them. So that's interesting that you went the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. If, if my mother uh, could attest, she would say Jasmine always dancing to beat her own drum, no matter yeah, what it was. was. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I've had a, always had a strong mindset. Yeah, and, um, a strong determination, strong will. So for people listening, I know they were interested when you mentioned writing your future self. Yeah. How did that look? Was that a one-time thing? Did you plan out everything? Did you read it after that? Like, what is that process that you took to help you get from where you was to where you are? Wow, um, a lot of video journaling. Ooh, tell me more. Um, yeah, so I got to, I do, I loved to write as a kid, got away from it, um, started to do it again um, around the time when I was going through my crap with work, but then I stopped. It got on my nerves. I didn't want to write. Um, I was like, you know what, what else can I do? I'm, I'm, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm really, I'm a private person when it comes to my private life, but when it comes to like sharing my experiences or you know um whatever whatever the case may be if it's to aid someone someone else um i'm i'm all, i'm an open book um but um where i just lost my turn thought what was your, your about? it's okay your video journaling yeah the video journaling. so um but yeah and I, I got tired of writing so i was like you know what I'm gonna start video journal. I'm gonna start turn on this camera. I'm gonna start talking. I'm be on this phone anyway. Right. You know? So it's like you be on scrolling and so um so I set the phone up one day and I just started talking. I was like, Well, 
this is where I am right now. And then after a while listening to yourself, you begin to like, you can break your own self down. Like where you're really being honest right there. And then dissecting your, you know, your facial expression. So you will go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So you got yeah. Um, and so, and I would know it, 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 it would allow me to verbalize instead of, you know, doing, I guess, doing this, doing the work of this, but I could verbalize as if I was talking to either, you know, somebody else or, you know, whatever the case may be, but it really helped a lot. Wow. It really helped a lot. Um, and even, like I said, going back and revisiting some of the conversations and even revisiting where I was at that point in time and where I am now, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And, and you even get, you yourself would even be like, damn, like, I really see progress, like, even in short periods of time, because when you go back and review yourself, you, we, you know, we're all our biggest critics, so you start to really dissect yourself, like, oh, that wasn't me that day, look at my eyes, you know, like, anything. Yes, for real. That's not me, so the video journal definitely helped tremendously. I've never heard of that, <laughs> ever. I, I mean, I, I guess, maybe that's, okay, so I do, I guess you would call it then voice voice journaling. I do the like the voice recorder app. I'm constantly like having whole conversations, but I never looked at that as journaling or like some kind of therapy or like dissecting or go. That is very interesting. I'm so glad you shared that because a lot of us are not writers. A lot of us don't have time for that either. Right. And I love how you put the visual with it too, because you're right. You can look at you while you're talking and see like something's up. Something was, you know, why even did you look you, like that? All that. If you're in the midst of something, you can be like, you know what? Let me go in my office. I'm about to turn on it. I cannot stand when people do such and such. And then when you go back and look at that, you're like, look at me. Um, talking about them. But I know for a fact when I had coffee earlier that day, I was gasping. Wow. So you, you wow. start to like, okay. That's self-coaching uh. shit right there. That's, <laughs> right? that's what's Damn. up. Yes, I love that. Listen, you done gave us a gym with that one, like for real. And I'm doing a challenge, journaling challenge. So I'm taking this to that. I'm taking this to that. That's crazy. Thank you. So then let's talk about where you are now. Like you're into, you're acting, you're doing all this shit that I don't even think you talked about (laughs) back in 2021. I don't remember that coming up. So where did that come from? How did that become part of your life? And what are you doing? Wow, acting. So um, I can take you back to the age of five. Wow. <laughs> um, that's, that's when Waiting to Excel came out. So, is it 1995, 1996? One of them. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, so mind you, where I'm, where I'm old house, that's where I live for, for a short, you know, long, long period of time again. But anyway, um, we were very movie oriented people. Like we, they watch TV. We watch TV from in Heat of the Night to I Love Lucy <laughs> to when I tell you Golden Girls, I, a lot of uh, a big genre. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like I was always a kid that mimicked very well. And so uh, when Wayne to Excel came out, uh, Angela Bassett was my like. I used to always watch her. So they would be like, Jasmine, act out that part on Wayne to Excel or, you know, act out that part from such and such. And I, my little fake cigarette or, you know, fake one of theirs, everybody smokes it. Yeah. You know, grandma smokes cigarettes, you know, everybody smokes it. So, but yeah, I was that kid that 
portrayed, you know, things that I saw on TV. I would mimic, I love Lucy, you know, some are facial. So like, it just grabbed all of me. Um, and, but what's crazy is I never touched acting until I was 15. Oh, wow. <laughs> so some time had passed, I played sports, did pageant, did a lot of stuff in between, but didn't touch acting until I was 15. Um, Stacey Embry, hi Stacey, Miss Embry. Um, she was my 11th grade English teacher. Um, real quick, me and her did not see eye to eye for her, so it's, it's the was. Yeah, yeah, it was so unique. So we ended up being close. She was a theater teacher, the drama, te uh, the theater debate teacher, and English. Um, I was in dance at the time, so I was a trained dancer, and she uh, proposed a part to me in The Wiz. That was my wow. first ever okay. uh, production. The Wiz. Okay. Um, so anyway, she gave me a part that was, I had these pants, yellow bricks on them. Ooh. I was the yellow brick rose. So <laughs> everything I do, Dorothy would do. So she was following the yellow brick rose. I mean, the lady is a genius. Yes. So that was my first production. And ever since, like, I was like, I think this is what I like to do. And then I got into cats. See, uh, see, see we did cats one year. Um, and then... Time passed, worked a full job, became a mom. Right. <laughs> um, then I got back into it um, with DeMarco. He uh, gave me a small role when I first worked with him about uh, like six years ago, five or six years ago. Hey, and, wow. Uh, yeah, so I would have like small roles, you know, here and there. And, uh, but I, you know, you know me, I don't care who I am. If I'm an extra, if I'm just waving, <laughs> that wave's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. You gonna notice that wave. Um, but yeah, like I, it's just something that I just—it was a natural gift. Like it was just something that I just enjoyed doing. I mean, I mimic my aunties, my grandmas, my all kind of stuff happened at grandma's house. So like, I had a lot of experience of just observing, absor absorbing, and observing. So characters, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, then I. You know who just came up for me? Yeah. That you. So you're the youngest. My uncle is the youngest. Like the uncle I'm thinking about is the youngest. He. I mean, he would be the improv man if he knew what. The, I mean, he literally their expo will go downtown in his whole James Brown getup and perform in the middle of expo. Like, and this is just one option. He oh would just God. mimic everybody. So is it like, is some of these young, the youngest or what? Y'all watching everything? Y'all learning everything? Like, that is crazy. It's so funny and just yeah. entertaining. All of that. Well, I'm not the youngest. So in my grandmother's, I've had five oh. brothers, but it's okay. Yeah, I have five brothers. I am the only girl, but um, okay. but yeah, like in the household at that time, it was me, my older cousin Angelo, his mom, so our aunts, my grandmother. So yeah, a lot of women, you know. So um, so you it, it always of, like to do that kind of stuff when yeah. you. <laughs> When you can you can you help us understand? Cause I know you do improv, but I really didn't. I still kind of like what is improv? I know man made. I met Star and two Troy and someone else at a party a gathering. A little kickback I went to last week. So freaking funny. I mean, I almost pissed my pants. They had me dying. I'm not playing. It was so straight face. I believe a lot of what they were saying, and then turned out it was all a lie. Like what is happening? Yeah. Improv is just a comical variety of different sketches, skits, games, um, you know, uh, crowd participation games. 
but it's really um it's it's really to me improv learning improv if you're an actor learn improv (laughs) even if even if it's a little bit learn improv what does it do for you so improv i i did i started improv like two three three years ago three years ago so it's you know i wouldn't say new i'm i'm pretty you know in the game but um but even still in my career i still feel like i'm still fresh to it um so i'm still learning but um improv helps you to stay on your feet so if you are in a theatrical production you know there is no cut there is no oh we can play this back you know don't worry about it. we can we can erase that chop that up nah it's live wow. so when you live you got to know how to think on your feet sometimes that script you might go blank yeah but it's happened to me it's happened to the best of us we get up there and know them lines but then all of a sudden it's just like you know, something just happens your mind yeah. or something else that's what it is and you forget but the improv helps you on your feet so you stay in the scene you learn how to maneuver without you know the crowd even seeing you hiccup you know what i'm saying oh. so um on improv you gotta be on your feet wow. i don't care what it is yeah. if it's a game if it's a you know, there is no um, script. There's not no script. practice, none of that stuff. No practice, no nothing. So, Miss um, Blue Austin, she says, "Hey," and she says, "I agree." Is she part of improv too? Do you know her? I, I've worked with Miss Blue. Hi, Miss Blue. Yes, that's, uh, we actually got uh, a movie. We were in a movie. Forgot about us. That just came out, so just premiered that. Okay, I can cut you off because I'm just like <laughs> improv acting. What's up? So you do improv like to keep your game up, keep you tight, keep you on your toes, and your actress think like that is something totally different. So yeah, it it all correlates. So it all you know helps each you know each other. But um, the improv, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, you know, I'm I'm a part of a great you know May Man. What's up, y'all? Yes. May Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And they are so, funny as shit. <laughs> but it's it's really it's a it's family, you know, it's family oriented. Like we really help each other grow. We all come from different walks of life. So not everybody in improv is an actor. Not everybody, you know, that acts can improv. So yes. it's like um it's it's um you, you find your, your way, you know, right. within it. But um I say give it a shot. I don't care what you know, you don't have to be in it for the long haul, but if you have the opportunity to take an improv class, do so. Because that'll, that'll help you, you know, it, it, it actually, I feel like it, maybe it's, I'm biased, but it really boosts my career a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it really, it really helps because, like I said, you stay on your toes, but you learn so much from other people, too. Like, you know, from the audience, from your cast, you know, your castmates. So it's, it's really, really. Awesome. I think that what you're talking about, and I've actually never been to an improv show. I plan to. <laughs> I know. I have never. And I'm telling you, I had never even heard of improv. Like, literally this year, maybe. I'm like, what yeah. is this? So I will be going because I'm like seeing y'all flyers, and I want you to talk about that. But what I'm thinking, I haven't been. You tell me what you think, is that whether someone is into acting or not, improv sounds like it helps you really co- to connect with yourself and kind of let loose and like be okay yes. with messing up and connecting and all the things we're scared to do in real life yeah confidence building like, yeah you know you have a you know you got a big meeting coming up and you want to get comfortable with being in front of people and speaking Girl. right 
That is the side of right now. I need to be signed up. It's such a, you know, a good way. It's an icebreaker for yourself. Like, yes. you know, okay, let me get to know who I am underneath this shell, you know. Yes. And and people would tell you, like, even those who come through, like, it's really helped them, like, in their personal lives, you know. Um, we all go through stuff, you know, and just that moment of being able to take off the world for a minute and ain't nobody judging you, you know, even if you say something off the wall, you know, we all going to sit there and laugh at you, you know, laugh yeah. with you. Right. You. <laughs> we might laugh at him. We might. But it's yeah, y'all know y'all laughing. <laughs> it's not a one. But um, but yeah, it's it's so dope. And you know, Justin sometimes has like open classes. So oh, like, okay. you know, if he posts that, definitely come out and come to a show. You have to come I to am. a show. Come to to a show. Hundred percent. Hi, Lena. Thanks for joining. She says, "Hey, um." Talk to us about your awards. Like, how did you, how did that happen? What are you doing? Like, all the shows you've been in, like, this is, this is your platform. Tell us everything. Man, the awards. Look, I'm going to try to do this without tears, okay? Cause, you don't look. need to do that with, without tears. Ah, <laughs> tear free place. Fall off a lot, girl. <laughs> girl, you do improv. Good plan. I know. Wow, my awards. So, about three years ago, I wrote down a speech. I didn't, I didn't specify Emmy, Oscars. I just wrote down my speech. Um, but it's always been a goal for me even to get to that level. I don't care what award it was, but it's just went. Okay, let me back up. I got the award. It was uh, Best Supporting Actress in a Stage Play. Uh, for her life, his secrets and by DeMarco Clay. Oh. Hi, DeMarco. Hi, DeMarco. Um, <laughs> and for the role of Delisa, um, and so which is a daughter of the estranged woman in the in the production who um, sent her daughter to. He wanted her to hurt harm her lover, not kill him. He was killing him doing seventeen years. Um, but I played that character. Um, so thank you, Delisa. She's very dear to my heart. Me and her are. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, I, I um, it was from my monologue actually. Um, that's where it started. So we did um, two, like three productions in North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina; they are awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, and shortly after that, that's when I learned. Like I thought it was fake news, fake news. You know, when whatever Trump be saying, fake news. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, you uh, nominated." I'm like, "Whatever, whatever." So yeah, um, yeah, man, went to LA, um, the Hoppe Awards, um, and that was such a dope experience. I was literally living um, what I used to see on TV, yes. you know, my favorite yes. stars, and here I am walking the red carpet and the camera flashing, and it's, so it was all very surreal to me, um, me being an ambivert. Yeah, but not what's that? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's a new time. I'm, I'm found out, girl. So I'm not introvert. So I'm not. I'm not quite introvert. I'm not quite extrovert. I'm not. But ambivert is kind of that balance. So oh. I can I can coexist with either one. Yeah. But I need a balance of both. Like I love people, but people meet her be like, gotta go home. You know. Yeah. So and then I recharge myself. So I do things to help recharge myself. 
Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, wow, LA was huge. Got to see, you know, some stars, some other stars there. So Miguel Nunez and, you know, um, Julia Roberts' brother won an award. So it's just like, wow. it was very surreal rubbing elbows with people. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I Delisa and I connected, and I went in with the character. Um, she's, I, I, the play is going to be in January, I believe. So be on the lookout for that. Oh, um, that's okay. So you mean like you recorded it already? Like, what do you mean it's going to be in January? It's live, live. Okay. So it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be this month, but we we pushed it back to um, January. So. It'll be an indie. Yes. Yes, it will be here in Indy. Her life is secret, so y'all gotta come see it because she rewrote this thing and it literally puts everything into perspective. Like y'all gonna really be on the edge, y'all. See, um, he's bringing yeah. out other characters and. Uh, yeah, is this Demarco uh, yeah. too? Like, is this yes. okay? And yes. is he connected with improv, or is there two different things? So that's two different things. So Justin Bland has the main man improv. Oh. Okay. And then DeMarco, Antoine DeMarco, he has the Her Life is Secret. So the theater improv. I see. And so, so do either of them have anything for moms who may be listening or dads who have children that are into the acting or improv scene? Well, I, I know not yet for the improv. I know we're getting ready. To, I don't know if we're going to do something with some teens. Like we're like we were, for a second we were um, getting involved with that. But as far as like getting involved young younger ch children uh, into theater um we did do a um a, not a casting call audition okay but there are opportunities um that are going to come up next year like there's so many projects that are in the play right now i can't even keep up but i'm still writing them <laughs> yeah how do you yeah how do you even keep up with like your yoga practice and business and that you just work it in like you do it both this is what i'm doing i work it in so um, business owner Monday through Thursday. Um, I work a full time job Wednesday through Saturday. In between time, I'm a mom. You know, I you know I'm a mom also. I'm always right. a mom. But um, right. yeah, it's it's. I mean, it tends to like balances itself out. You know, yeah. sometimes things run into each other, but typically things tend to work themselves out. But right now i'm in a season that i call it overflow honestly um but it's things that i have to do yeah now. sure um but i'm so grateful because there was a point in time where i didn't have none of it right i didn't have none of this i was staring at eviction notices you hear me right. like my bills is stacked my you know phone off you know there you know there's a lot of things that people do not see and i and i i'm a firm believer in of course when you need help ask for it but there is a time where you have to go in. You have to go inside. You have to. Because the more you go outside yourself, you're neglecting yourself even more. Ooh. And you need you so much more. You need you so much. And, that, and if that's not one thing I learned, and I had to learn that through, because um, there was a time where I didn't have a car. So I was, I was home most of the yeah. time. So That'd it was be, like, yeah. uh, I had to be with myself. <laughs> I yes. had to sit with myself even in through the ugly times. So it's just like, but even when even though it was ugly, it was so enlightening. It was so enlightening because now it's like, even though I feel like I lack out here, I can always go back in and feel so full and so whole. But you yes. gotta go within. Got to. Yes, that 
reminds me of Rain Wilson. You know him from The Office, the one with the glasses that everybody yeah. thinks. Is. So I, I heard a little excerpt from him today, actually, and he talked about that. He said, I think The Office took off in like two, I think they, I can't remember. I don't want to say the dates, but basically he had mm -hmm. talked about like they were nine months before The Office called him and offered him. They were so broke. They had to, uh, what he had to do? He had to pay his rent with a credit card. And he was just talking about how broke he was being, getting nose, 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 like forever. And he was just depressed. And it was just ugly, lots of addiction, all kind of stuff. And he talked about that. He said that even though he was, the, the questions was like, okay, once you hit the office, you got this money coming. And he talked about like, when you don't feel good in yourself, none of that matters. Like, even none of it. Yeah, he was like, I got famous off the office, boom, all this money coming to me, these opportunities, movies, this and this. Everybody, yeah. I love you, I love you, my son loves you, loves you. And it's like, a couple years ago, did anybody know what you mean? And so he was just talking about like, no, I was still, it was like a rush, because I yeah. had money, able to stay busy, basically, and all that. But he said, you had to call me a few years after that, in the office, still famous, still looking <laughs> as though, you know, he's doing his thing. He was still, he was just how he felt before he even got the opportunity. So you're yeah. so right. He talked about himself. Yeah. And then you, and, and it's, it's almost like, you know, you got to put on this mat. I ain't gonna say you got to, it's a choice, but you know, you got to hold yourself to a certain, you know, um, hold yourself a certain way when you go out in public too, because you, I'm not that type of person. Woe is me. Like, right. I'm not about to sit up here and mope. You know, if I'm going to mope, I'm going to be at home. You right. Know, <laughs> I don't want nobody in my business. Like, what are you? What's wrong with you? You know, yes. like I said, I'm a private person. I'm a, I'm a very open book too, especially when it's when it comes to sharing life experiences. But it's like, you know, <laughs> man, like if you don't if you don't turn to yourself, you're gonna be forced to do that, and you don't want to get to that point. We we take ourselves there sometimes. Like it's like yeah. we get to our wits end. Then it's like, oh, God, now I need you to intervene, like, right now. Like, you know, I've learned to give myself grace in, the, in, in times where I need grace, but also kick my, own, kick my own ass when I need to kick my own ass, too. Hold yourself, hold yourself accountable, and that, that requires going in because you talk to your girlfriend, they might tell you, girl, yeah, you, they might agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Just at subconscious, but that's not what you need. You need yeah. that video journal that you did three weeks ago so you can really you know <laughs> figure some stuff out but yeah. yeah I had to and that's when I learned the difference between what isolation and detachment was um and I had to have even conversations with family friends like this is what this looks like for me I have like I had to detach it's not I'm not isolated I'm not, you know, isolation means like I'm literally just like blocked. Detachment is just I'm able to, it's, it's a way of impermanence. Everything is not, uh, it's not going to always be, you know, so it, it, it forces you to appreciate your, the, that present moment. So, um, but it's, it's not yours. Even, yeah. even some of your feelings, some of the emotions, some of the trauma, a lot of the stuff that we deal with is really not ours. Mm. And so that, that, let me say it again, a lot of stuff that we deal with is not ours. So when I had those moments of when I was by myself, I couldn't call nobody. I couldn't really explain what was going on. Even if I felt like I could, people got their own stuff. Once you got off that phone, they problem, your problem is not their problem no more. Right. So it's like when I had to really face myself, it's like, 
okay, now what? You can't run. Yeah. So I, a lot of the things that I didn't want to face, I came to grips with. And that's because I was by myself. Yeah. But I wasn't alone. <laughs> yeah. By I myself, too. but I wasn't alone. I love that. So so with that then, thinking of Chase, uh, what do you, you know, all this is said and done when you get your life is, you know, ending and you are out of here. Are you on your way out? Like, what do you want when you think of him in particular? What kind of messages do you want him to remember, you know, about you and the life you lived? Man, when I check out of here. Yeah. Really, all is well. <laughs> Started with that. Too. All is well. Yeah. All is well. No matter what, I don't care what it looks like. I have been to the edge of things when you like, okay, there ain't nothing else. There's, there's no possible, like, I can't go any further. Yeah. All is well. That and when, when you say that all is well in my soul, everything else has to surrender. Mm. So when you mm. surrender, everything else does. Yeah. That's like that energetic shift and on that frequency. Yes. And that's, that's when you realize you do have so much more control. <laughs> Telling you. I got this. <laughs> I got this. Yes. I just needed to slow down. I need I needed to stop. I needed a pause. I needed to Say, okay, uh, I can't do it. It's okay. But, but I want to commend you, though, for that because you may think of it as is what you had to do, but it's not. You could have stayed in the house by yourself, been isolated, yeah. and gained weight because now food became your friend. Yeah. Drugs, alcohol, TV, scrolling, shopping, you name it, sex, different sex partners, whatever. Like, yeah. because there are people who never learn that and never right. come to terms with themselves and sit with themselves and do that messy work because it just feels like shit. And so that was, you decided that for yourself. And this is what we see people, unfortunately, you know, 70s, 80s haven't changed anything or, you yeah. know, just like living a life unfulfilled. So people yeah. do that every day. So hats off to you for being like, no, I'm going to do this work now. Yeah. So yeah, if I want my son to remember anything, all is well. I love that. You know, it's it's it, you know, I can give him all types of quotes, advice, and you know, experiences that I've been through, but hey, he got his own life, he got his own journey. But one thing's for sure, two things for certain, all is well. Regardless. Regardless. Yes. That that's 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 the umbrella for everything. I don't mm -hmm. care what you what at what point you are in your life. As soon as you hit that all as well, everything else is well. Yeah, and I think that makes mothering easier too, in a sense, yeah. because when we feel so much like we got to control this and this with our kids, especially as they get older, yeah. it's so much weight on our shoulders. But when we're able mm -hmm. to like, oh, that's them. But I've had to do that work with my 17-year-old. Like, I'm here to guide. I love how you said that, but all is well. Like, you have your own lessons to be here yeah. to learn. I don't have anything to do with that. I'm here right. to be for you and support you the way that I can. But that's how us as mothers, we can still be sane when these kids are gone. We can yep. have our boundaries and uphold those. And we can enjoy life regardless of like what they have going on or the choices they make or blaming ourselves, thinking we're the reason why. Exactly. And and that and that too, like parent like we tend to uh, as parents, you know, and I'm sure my parents are guilty of this too. Like if we don't go down that path that our parents expect or you know designed or you know 
it's it's almost like a failure to them but it's it, it, that's because you were being too much of a parent you didn't let them you know you gotta let them do their thing you know you gotta let them figure you know it out to a certain extent but be there to help God because you get caught you know these parents I've watched some earlier you know how um you know some parents are so strict about you know their kids going to college you gotta get a degree you gotta get like let that kid be who they you know what I'm saying absolutely it's, it, it's not yeah so we can be a little hard on our children too with expectations and things like that but at the same time it's like they are gonna make their they're gonna make dumb decisions smart decisions you know so it's going to come but where are you with guiding yes and being there you know? supporting no matter what exactly. allowing them to be who they are absolutely yeah uh lita says that she will be here january to support you at the show and she agrees that you definitely can't run. I absolutely agree. So before we let you go, thank first of all, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Like no you just fed me. my soul. Like, and I know that this has touched so many people. So thank you for be, I know it's vulnerable to share about you to you know the struggles because we're not talking about the good things here. We're really talking about the things that people find difficult to talk about. How can we support you? I know you got the show in January. You do you have any specific services you're offering with yoga, yoga, like whatever you got going on? Yeah, so um, I'll start with um, yoga, you know, uh, corporate wellness, anatomy, yoga, health and wellness. You can definitely follow me um, on Facebook or IG, anatomy, yoga, health and wellness, LLC. And it's A-N-A-T-O-M-E. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely like, spell that girl because you know how to put that Y. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I that. But yeah, um, I can, you know, anatomyyoga.com um my you know you can definitely reach me via phone i don't care it's on it's on it's on my page uh I'll tag all that contact too. me anyway yes um um uh, let's see corporate wellness oh mentorship so corporate wellness mentorship special events uh and um yeah those are the those are the three so mentorship um dcs i've partnered with dcs agencies oh, cool. done some mentor work yeah um and then uh, let's see acting we are taking a small break from improv so um i'll you know whenever that comes back i think december will be on the lookout for maybe a december show um definitely her last secrets in uh january what else is going on then there is eric washington yeah so i'm i'm maggie in the play maggie oh <laughs> so wow. yeah so that happened so that's going to be this year i believe i don't have a date though i don't Ooh. have a date so I will, be on the I will lookout for that. On the, on the podcast link, I'll put all the links and everything. I'll put them in the comments. And I remember, excuse me, to go back to this and post when we do have the dates and stuff like that so people can see that. And Oh, and then uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Unequally Yoked. My movie is on Amazon Shut Prime. Shut up! Unequally Yoked. So you can, see, <laughs> you can see that too. Oh, are you for real? Yes. Ah, check it out! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Y'all check out all that shit like Indy here with us, like we must support. And I'm just so grateful, like for you taking all of the, you moving past the obstacles you had to be where you are today. And it already has like equipped you with everything you need to move past obstacles that we know are coming because they come in a cycle. Yeah. They come and go and we overcome, we become better, we become bigger, you know, all the things. So thank you. Yolanda Crisp says, so proud of you, Jay. All is well. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here and giving us your time. We are here to support you 100%. And y'all, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate that as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Definitely. Have a good night and I'll see all y'all later. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. Wasn't that beautiful? Wasn't it just awesome? So that wraps up this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I would love for you to join the conversation and let me know through email info at ReginaSloanCoaching.com on the Facebook group, She Can Achieve, or on my personal page, Regina Sloan, on both Facebook and LinkedIn. What you thought about our conversation, what stood out for you? And if you thought of anyone as you were listening to this conversation that you think it may be beneficial, um, picked up on something or there's something for them that didn't come to you for no reason. So definitely share this with them. And I look forward to putting out another episode here soon with another beautiful woman. And I also have some solo episodes of things that I want to share with you all. So have a beautiful week.